Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church Theology. My name is Luke Saint. Today we are going to be dispelling some myths and defining some uh, terms in regards to a theocracy. Now, as a theonomist, uh, the theonomy kind of looks at what the laws are. Theocracy looks more at where the laws come from. Now, uh, a lot of people get confused with theocracy when I talk about theocracy. I want to use the term. Unfortunately, many Christians do not uh, know what a theocracy is, and for them, a theocracy uh, is something that should be shunned. And you know, we're beyond that. And you know, horrible th- theocracies have theocracies have existed in the past, and yada yada yada. Uh, I'm here to dispel many myths concerning a theocracy. Now, going to the definition uh, uh, of several uh, several websites slash dictionaries, I, I think they get it wrong. And, and I'm not saying I'm smarter than them, but they're going with them, what the modern understanding of a theocracy is. And, uh, here's one definition right here, a system of government in which priests rule in the name of God or a God. Here is another definition, uh, government of a state by immediate divine guidance or by officials who are regarded as divinely guided. Uh, another one says, uh, a form of government in which God or a deity is recognized as the su- supreme civil ruler. Okay, so far so good. The gods or uh, the gods or deity's laws being interpreted by the ecclesiastical authorities. Um, and uh, here's also another one, a system of government in which priests rule in the name of God or a God. Now, I, I think all of these are uh, a definition of what mo- many people think a the- theocracy is, but a biblical theocracy is none of these things. Uh, the, for the first definition, it says a system of government in which priests rule in the name of God or a God. In, uh, when I'm talking about a, the- a biblical theocracy, well, first let me let me talk about what a biblical theocracy looks like. Um, theonomy defined uh, simply is uh, God's law as the standard of justice. That's what theonomy is. It's just the, the looking, what is justice? Where do we get justice from? Um, and, and we look to the Bible as the first and final authority, uh, first and final and only authority on what justice is. And we do not look to man. We do not look to uh, experience. We don't look to rationality. Uh, all those things can mislead us as, it, you know, they time and uh, uh Time and time again, they have done that in the past. They're doing it right now, and they will continue to do it in the future. The, the source of justice is Jesus Christ and his word. That is the source of justice. That's what theonomy is. It looks to the Bible as the definition of justice. That's simply what a theonomy is. Theocracy is closely related, um, but theocracy is a, a simply a recognition uh, of a people uh, acknowledging that God and his word are uh, the, the source of civil order, of, of, of law, of justice, of ethics, um, you know, justice and righteousness. The, the, uh, a theocracy is, 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 is simply a recognition. Um, it, it just realizes that the canon of justice is closed. There is no further revelation on what justice and ethics are. 
uh, are. There, there's no further revelation. We have all of the tools we need in Scripture, and we just recognize that as a people. And our government, um, you know, re- reflects that. Theocracy would uh, pretty much resemble the uh, system of judges that we saw in the book of Judges, and frankly, in, in Israel, uh, before we ha- we had the kings, and the kings um, really didn't change much as far as God's expectation of a government. Um, uh, they were just glorified judge- judges is pretty much what they were. Uh, more on that later. Um, you know, actually, I should say that's what their responsibility was. The responsibility was pretty much to be a glorified judge. They did not try to add new, uh, you know, the, the the effective and kings that were following their duties did not try to add new revelation onto justice. Um, you know, we saw what happened to David when he tried to do that census nonsense. That was a big disaster. But um, getting back to a theocracy, a theocracy is simply a people's recognition that God is the ruler, and there are no changing definitions of justice and righteousness. They were the uh, they are the same ever since they're written down in uh, you know Genesis through Deuteronomy, or you could say Genesis through, through Revelation. And a theocracy is really a recognition. It's not um, an oligarchy, as many of these definitions go by. Now, going uh, on this first definition here, system of government which priests rule in the name of God or God. Okay, I see where they're getting that from, but uh, a a biblical theocracy is not this. It is, uh, nobody really rules. There's no ruling going on here. Um, Frederick uh, Bastiat, in his book, um, his his book about the law, he he said that um, when one class rises to power, they use that power to punish others other classes or other people or, you know, people that, you know, uh, rivals or what have you. In a, in a theocracy, there you can't really rise to power. Um, the, the judges have no power um, to create new laws. Uh, you know, they only have power to enforce existing laws, of which, are, frankly, are very few. Um, they they can't you can't really have a class that rises to power in a in a theocracy. The only power that they have would be just social influence. Um, you could argue monetary power if you get a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too. But you can't really have the kind of power uh, rise to power that you have in today's governments. You know, with an oligarchy. You can't really have an oligarchy in a theocracy. Now, as soon as you step out of the bounds of a, of a theocracy and the laws that you know God has set up, then you quickly fall into oligarchy or dictatorship or um, republic or you know what have you. So th- this definition is 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 not a biblical definition of a theocracy, and that is a system of government which priests rule in the name of God or God. A, tr- a true theocracy is a system of judges. Um, that enforce existing law. They're not talking back and forth with God to create new laws and be and like you know sit sit in a chamber and mm, oh, the Lord spoke to me yada yada yada. That's not really what a biblical theocracy is. This other uh, definition: a government of a state, uh, government of a state by immediate divine guidance or by officials who are regarded as divinely guided. This is also uh, not a theocracy. There, uh, since you know. We don't have the judges sitting around under lotus trees communicating back and forth with the Lord saying, you know, what should I do about this? And, you know, what law should I make? You know, how should I affect society now? The only guidance that would come would be through personal prayer on how to judge a situation, but not how to create a new law affecting everybody. So this immediate divine guidance is is 
you could argue is is applicable in that judges in a theocracy, when they come across a case where they don't know what to do, you know, they obviously would pray to the Lord for wisdom, and the Lord will grant it to them. The Lord uh, grants wisdom, um, you know, uh, to those who ask for it, obviously, in James. Uh, so that, that's pretty much what they would be doing. They would be uh, a talk, asking the Lord on wisdom on how to rule in a, in a uh, how to judge in a situation, uh, a certain case. But it wouldn't be like, okay, I'm the head judge now. Let me talk to the Lord. And okay, everyone who wears a green shirt on a Wednesday is now going to go to prison forever. Okay, you know that it's it's not that kind of thing. The judges only have the power to enforce existing laws from God's word, and they don't have power to create to legislate law. They can only enforce existing law. This other definition here, uh, a form of government in which God or a deity is recognized as a supreme civil ruler, which uh, that's that's great so far, but it goes on and then ruins it. The God or deities, uh, God's or deities laws being interpreted by the ecclesiastical authorities, a system of government by priests claiming a divine commission. Um, the God's or deities laws being interpreted by the ecclesiastical authorities. That's partly true in that you would have judges interpreting cases um but you do, they, they would be interpreting cases they wouldn't really be interpreting laws you would have some variation uh in the judges uh as they would be like well i, I some would ha- you would have arguments obviously on how to judge a case um you know which is what you ha- what you would have today um but it wouldn't be ecclesiastical authorities this would be civil authorities just judges pretty much a system of government by priests claiming a divine commission. This is also not true. You don't need to have a divine commission uh, to be a judge. Uh, you can't claim. You don't need to claim a, that is. You don't need to claim a divine commission uh, to be a judge in a true theocracy. Well, I mean, this other definition here is a, a theocracy is a form of government in which a deity is the source from which all authority derives. Um, that is probably the best one. Uh, that's the closest one because yes, God is the 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 source from which all authority derives. Um, it, it is its own form of government, which is pretty much made up by judges who uh, interpret God's law um, and who judge according to God's law. They don't have the power to create new laws. So that's pretty much the best definition that I've seen. That's frankly from Wikipedia, surprisingly enough. Well, I guess any sort of accurate definition would be surprising. A lot of people they, they get afraid because they you know they they watch uh, V for Vendetta you know like five million times and they think well okay well, this 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 must be what a theocracy is and that's what a lot of those definitions they define the V for Vendetta uh, theocracy or you know what have you I mean which is a glorified oligarchy uh, you know in from or a dictatorship from from V for Vendetta. And that's what a lot of Christians think. They think that's that's what that is, but that's not what it is. Uh, if you look at the system of judges, even though there are many failings, um, it's something like 17 revivals, as was pointed out by Don Schatzenbach. Uh, he he points out that in the book of Judges there are 17 revivals. Yeah, they they went south, um, but then they then they came back again. Um, you know, when was the last time you saw a revival in America? <laughs> Ugh, what a disaster this nation is. But when you throw out God's law and you embrace man's law, man's revelation, what you have later is 60 million dead children. Now, it's it's almost impossible uh, to have 60 million dead people in 40 years from a theocracy, from a biblical theocracy. I, I, that, that, would, that would just be impossible. Um, a theocracy uh, simply would be uh, judges 
who don't go around looking for trouble. Uh, I, I believe that these touch judges would also be teachers. Um, but the problem is that these judges would not be going around looking for trouble. They have to sit in common and public places and wait for justice to come to them. The hands of justice are, are in the people. As I've said many times before in this podcast, the hands of justice are, in, uh, uh, are with the people. They are the ones who have the power to bring justice to the judges, and the judges have the power to give them justice. Uh, they, the judges have to make uh, the judges have to make justice available to the people, and the people have to grab it with two hands. They can't tell the judges, "You take care of justice for me. I'll be sitting here on my fat butt and paying you taxes." That is not possible in a theocracy. The responsibility, just like ethical living, lies with the father and the mother teaching the children how to live according to God's word. The same is true of justice. The parents must be teaching their children how to live judicially as well as ethically. Now, the role of teaching kids, uh, people, how to live ethically um, is also championed by the ecclesiastical authorities, but the role of teaching people how to live judicially should also be championed by the judges in a theocracy. They should be teaching people how to live judiciously according to God's law. Um, that that should be their their primary uh, well their I should say their secondary function their primary function should be to let uh, justice be readily readily available to anybody who wants it uh, from the least to the greatest. Now uh, another thing about a theocracy to realize is that we have one right now. Uh, it, it, we we need to realize that we have one right now because people say, oh, we can't have a theocracy. And the, the point is yeah, we actually have one whether you realize it or not. Uh, in Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, it says, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Um, this is not an option. This is a recognition. Uh Jesus Christ is the ruler of the kings of the earth. We have a theocracy right now. Psalm 2, you read Psalm 2, it's a warning to the kings and the rulers of the earth to serve the Lord. We Because we have a theocracy, whether we recognize it or not. The future of, uh, you know, when, when we talk about things like, uh, I think it's Psalm 7, when, when uh, we talk about establishing the righteous and, and destroying the wicked, um, the future uh, of that is a theocracy. You, you're not going to have uh, true freedom without a, a, a true theocracy, without recognizing God as the source of justice and righteousness and uh, having the laws and culture reflect uh, that justice and righteousness. It's not going to happen under a democracy. It's not going to happen under a dictatorship. It's not going to happen under oligarchy or, or republic or constitutional republic even. There's some difficult conversations that we're going to have to have about the Constitution eventually. But the future is theocratic uh, because that is the only system that maximizes freedom while uh, punishes evil in, in, in the best way. In, in the only way, in the only way. Uh, the Lord is our lawgiver, as it says in Isaiah. He is our lawgiver. Uh, we do not need a body of people churning out these new laws. Now, when it comes to uh, theocracy, a lot of people bring up problems, and they say, well, what about this and what about that? And what they don't realize is that the problems uh, that they bring up are usually problems that we have right now. 
you know, because, you know, they, they usually bring up th- problems with theonomy. Well, what about this problem? I saw a man once mocking um, God's system uh, of two or three witnesses. He said, you know, a child comes up to me and says, well, I, you know, I was molested. And, and the adult says, well, did you, were there two or three witnesses? And the child says, no. And then the adult says, well, we can't do anything about it. Uh, and he he pretty much blasted God's system of two or three witnesses right there. Um, but what he doesn't realize in our system of law is you still have the same problem. Um, and, uh, you know, what happened with that uh, that one stripper who said she was raped by those LSU guys, or, or who was it, Duke, Duke, Duke University? Um, she said she was raped, and it turns out she was lying about the whole thing. We have the same problem right now. So the problem isn't with uh, theocracy. Uh, the problem is with uh, mankind, really, uh, sinfulness and wickedness. And if we don't have a theocracy, then we'll never be able to solve these problems. They'll just compete perpetuating itself. Every Band-Aid that is used to patch up a problem over here uh, by man is going to become an infection used to cause uh, 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 used to cause a, uh, a problem in a different in a different place. So man man cannot get away from theocracy. Every time we do it's disastrous and people start dying. Um I believe the difference between the, what the judges went through and uh what we could potentially do is that Jesus Christ was not seated at the right hand of the Father. I think that's a I uh I think that's a difference um in the in as far as the success of a theocracy goes. Um I think that since Jesus Christ is making all enemies his footstool, uh, I think every theocracy that is insi- that is recognized or instituted, for lack of a better term, will be successful um, if it's pursued by a righteous people. And even if that righteous people is a minority, I think it will be successful. In Proverbs 28.5, it says that uh, the wicked do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. How, how is this possible? How in the world is that possible without knowing Romans 13? How can you completely understand justice and not know Romans 13? How is that possible? It is possible because Romans 13 doesn't make up any new rules. It's the, still the same old, uh, you know, it's the same old song and dance. Uh, as the Old Testament, Romans 13 does not bring any sort of new illumination uh, to uh, government uh, policy or you know political science or political theory. Those who seek the Lord understand justice completely because they have Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy to tell them exactly what justice is. Justice cannot be understood apart from God. And with Jesus Christ ruling as the uh, king over the kings of the earth, the king of kings, which is a almost a, uh, uh, it's, it's a lot more applicable than we think it is. Uh, Jesus Christ being the king of kings is, uh, we are involved in a theocracy right now. It's just only a matter of time before we recognize it as a nation, as a people. And uh, by the grace of the Lord, we will see the prosperity of the righteous with our own eyes um, when we do recognize that Jesus Christ is the ruler over the kings of the earth and his government, of which um, the increase of which there will be no end, when his government is instituted, we will see the prosperity of the righteous with our own eyes.
Thanks for listening, my friends. Be strong and courageous. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.